Welcome to another episode of Reliance Real Estate Radio. And here's your hosts, Jeff Nevin and Joseph Singsheim. Hey guys, um, welcome to another episode of Reliance Real Estate Radio. We are on episode number 16. Um, please do us, do us a favor and comment, like, share this with other people that you think would like and enjoy the messages we are bringing this one is going to be a little bit more real estate related, but also if you're looking at buying or selling a house, uh, we implore you to tune in and learn a little bit about what it looks like on both sides of the transaction. So we are jumping into negotiating a home inspection for the good of the transaction. Yes, this is going to be the biggest part of the transaction. Probably. It's probably the biggest hurdle that you have to get over, yeah. wouldn't you say? I'd say the most fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we found some definite ways that we can get through it very quickly and um, painless and painlessly yeah good mm -hmm. good good word um so if you're buying a new house you probably want to get a home inspection yeah i this is you know one of your biggest investments right mm -hmm. i mean you're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars on it probably one of your biggest yeah yeah you want to make sure it's not falling apart yeah, right? unless you're buying a lamborghini yeah <laughs> right um, and if you're selling your home you want to be prepared for the buyer to actually do it on the property right um so it, unless your home gets a clean bill of bill of health um you know, you would have to go through the inspection process, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to happen. Um, having a home inspection done is just uh, the smart way to go, and um, especially uh, like we said, when you're investing in such a, um, a big big amount for this type of property or okay. this type of transaction. Um, so, what happens uh, when the inspection actually reveals problems? Okay. This is what we're diving into, right? Um, so uh, we're going to discuss those those uh, uh, those different ways to proceed, mm -hmm. uh, but it really depends on what you write in the sales contract, uh, what exact repairs are needed moving forward, because mm -hmm. uh, sometimes uh, the lender might not even lend with the certain uh, findings that come from the offer or the inspection. inspection yeah. um, the sellers willing uh, the sellers and I guess buyers willingness to negotiate, which and lies on the agent a lot really right. really it does mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, like joe said the uh, agents uh, f facilitating a healthy uh, negotiation process Correct. for the that's key. that really is key because you're the broker in between both right um, yep. you're talking to either your buyer or your seller and you're coming to the other broker and you guys have to be able to work cohesively to make things happen right together um, so if you find yourself potentially negotiating um, repairs after a home inspection, unless your home is completely flawless, right? Um, which very few are, even new construction when they're done have a laundry list. I know my aunt bought a condo and it was, there was a lot of little things here and there. It wasn't anything big, right? But mm -hmm. there was things that needed to be repaired, fixed or actually put on the property. They were just missing. Um, so you're probably going to have to go through some negotiations between um, buyer and seller moving forward on the sale of your house. Um, so there's a few options that we've bullet pointed. I think they're the biggest options. Um, there's obviously more that uh, more in depth that we could dive if we had more time. Um, but you know, one of the biggest um, ones is asking the seller to make the repairs themselves. Mm -hmm. um, so you could ask the seller, "Hey, so Mr. Seller, uh, can you make the repairs yourself?" Right? Um, you can ask for credits towards your closing costs. Um, so that you would come, essentially you would come to the closing table with less money. Yeah. Um, so you could say like, hey, put 
you know, 500 towards closing costs, prepays, all that stuff. And that buyer essentially comes to the closing table with $500 less that they could use on repairs themselves. Correct. You could ask the seller to uh, reduce the sales price to make up for the repairs. So if there's, yeah. you know, more repairs and you don't need the closing cost credit or you'd rather just have, um, excuse me, a reduction in price, you could go that route. And that would be for more of a cash buyer because mm -hmm. if you're, um, basically if you're gonna be financing a loan uh, and uh, uh, you ask for the price off, I mean, your loan amount is gonna be just cents, mm -hmm. cents and dollars. So it makes sense to come to the table with less with the closing cost credit. Uh, but if you're cash, I mean, then you're just gonna come to the closing table with less. Mm -hmm. um, you could back out of the transaction completely um, if you have a con an inspection contingency in place that is relevant to the property that you're offering up. So this is what we were talking about before, where it all depends on what your sales contract says. Uh, and typically, if you want to perform a home inspection, you have to have that in the offer. Now, one of the things we wanted to bring up is um, uh, you could actually, there's a, a choice to give the seller, is a, a seller shall have the right to cure or give them the opportunity to cure the defects or you don't give them the opportunity to cure the defects. Now, either one, it doesn't mean you can't negotiate a, a uh, them re re repairs or any of the stuff that we just list. Mm -hmm. uh, but the difference is, is the first one, giving them the right to cure, means that you have to give them the opportunity. You send them notice of defects of what you found, and no matter what, they get that option to say, yeah, I think I'm gonna cure them, and they could just do it in workmanlike manner, mm -hmm. not even hire contractors. But the Unless sellers- write it in there. Un yes, un mm -hmm. unless you write it in there as well. Mm -hmm. um, but the seller shall not have the right to cure. Once again, it doesn't mean you can't ask for them to uh, do repairs or ask for closing cost credit. But this gives you the opportunities, or at least the buyer the opportunity, just to send notice of defect and cancellation and, and mutual release, and then you're out of the deal uh, and with, with no argument. Um, so that's the difference, and that's where you need to talk with your realtor about that before you make in that choice. Uh, because it really depends on, on on the situation that you're in. Okay. Or you could just move forward with the deal and make everybody happy and go to right. the closing table. Right. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes it's just like little items that um, aren't really a big deal. And, uh, and then at that point, you're just like, hey, we're good. Then uh, you can move forward. Right. right? Mm -hmm. um, so in most cases, uh, repair credits are good for both parties, right? Sellers are often maybe hesitant to complete some of the repairs or because of the hassle and the extra time, they don't really want to deal with that. Um, they may even be out of state, so yep. they aren't there to facilitate actually having somebody come out to see what repairs need to be done or the cost of the repairs. Um, so they prefer to handle their, or the buyers just prefer to handle the repairs themselves. Maybe they're handy, they want to do it at their own, um, Accord, they want to do it afterwards, they want the projects done to their standards. Um, there's yeah. a ton of different variables in this, but that's often what happens because it's just easier for both parties to facilitate a, a repair cost um, versus actually having them done. Yeah, and either way, if you guys are gonna do the repair costs um, option, which is, it can be a lot easier mm -hmm. and it can move things a lot quicker. But uh, for both parties, it's very smart to at least have the agent get a couple quotes if you're out of state, or the buyer get a couple quotes just to make sure. Because number one, sellers, you don't wanna give away too much money when the repair could cost $200 less. Mm -hmm. And buyers, opposite, you don't wanna pay less or given less than what the repairs actually cost. 
So it's very smart to do your homework. And once again, your agents can facilitate that. Mm -hmm. And we've also seen where sellers and buyers just come up with a price and they both agree on it. Yeah. Um, if that's the way the transaction goes, then allow it to take that course. Because obviously we don't want to step on toes or get in the way of what the buyers and sellers are talking about. We're here to help facilitate in between, right, as brokers. So if they say, hey, how about $1,000? Your job is to give that to the other agent and say, hey, how about $1,000? And see if that works. Yeah. Um, and if not, and they can't come to an agreement, and Jeff's completely correct, is where you want to start getting in maybe a couple you know, contractors that do this for a living and just see what they what they think of the cost yeah. and if it's anywhere relevant to that. Yeah. Right? Doesn't hurt to get a third party in, huh? Um, so at, when looking at an inspection report as an agent standpoint, as a buying standpoint, and as a seller standpoint, we like to try to look for, you know, major issues and, and sellers are most likely going to be easily um, open to negotiating um, any major issues, right? Like a leaky roof or a cracked foundation, you know, um, electrical problems, major electrical problems, right, with the home. Because um, it's in their best interest to get those fixed anyways because they want to sell the house, right? And they want to yeah. convey it in a good way. Yeah. Um, also, the lender may not be able to lend on the property given you know, foundation issues or a roof leak or those kind of things because their money isn't, you know, they don't want to risk their money lending on a property that, that isn't good, right, Absolutely. essentially. And it's the seller's one of their biggest assets. So, you know, the biggest things that we look for when we're in the home up front and, you know, you're going to look for when we do receive that inspection report back are structural defects, serious safety hazards. You know, we don't want to move into a house that may have an electrical fire for you and your family mm -hmm. um, or building code violations, which is hard because building code changes over the years. But if it's a huge building code violation, like the deck attached to the house is not attached to the house and it's free floating, maybe a pretty good code violation that we'd want to get repaired. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and then uh, basically what, what we want to bring up is is no home is going to be perfect whether it's new construction or not. Mm -hmm. um, and the inspector when he comes in, what he's doing is he's doing his job and, and they do it well because they're going to expect, uh, inspect from the roof all the way to the basement. And they get paid to do that. That's their job. Right. They, they, they get paid. They will find something whether it's major or small. Uh, and the biggest thing for you buyers and sellers, when you do get the report, they're always going to be about 40 plus pages. Um, it's because they Those have different, standard. it's, yeah. it, it's standard and they're, and it's just each, each section, excuse me, uh, and they'll have a summary page. And that's what you really want to look for is the summary page mm -hmm. on what's the, the major defects, uh, with the minor major defects, concerns, whatever, however they word it, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I bring that up because you know it's it's nothing to freak out about uh, by getting a 42 page page uh, in, in inspection report. It's just looking for the the major concerns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and the way you navigate that is we definitely want to look at major concerns first, and the rest of it's you know not water under the bridge, but those are small items, and you should be when you're purchasing a home, you should be well apt to want to take care of those items as it being your home and making it yours, right? Um, so remember that navigating your way through the home inspection is uh, essential. It's pretty much the biggest step in the transaction other than maybe looking for the houses, which is kind of fun sometimes, yeah. right? Um, but don't become stubborn and refuse to negotiate. Um, that's not going to help anybody. It's actually going to hinder the transaction in general. Mm -hmm. um, it's important to recognize the problems that will actually be issues um, 
for anyone, right? Like yeah. if it is a leaky roof or mm -hmm. a cracked foundation, we definitely want to repair those because even if you as the seller don't want to repair it, either you're going to have to find a cash buyer most likely, especially mm -hmm. if it's one of those two items, or you're going to have to repair them anyways and go back on the market. Well, exactly. And that's one of the things I, w I wanted to bring up was mm -hmm. um, for sellers, try to find a good common ground mm -hmm. because if for some reason you guys can't, even the buyers, you're going to have to now disclose by Wisconsin law uh, what those defects were uh, so that buyers don't come back at you later on down the road, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, that could hinder the sale uh, when you do bring it back on the market. So it's something to consider. And uh, like Joe was saying, it's it's very good to find a common ground. There always is one. Um, you just got to give and take. Correct. And it's going to be on both sides. So when you're looking at the inspection report, just to kind of quickly summarize, make sure you're looking at the summary page or the major concerns page or whatever your inspector labels it at and in his inspection report specifically. Um, but make sure you prioritize what's the most important thing mm -hmm. that you maybe don't want to repair or it's a major concern and has to get repaired. Prioritize those and go in with the understanding that this is a win-win for everybody involved. Um, you know, maybe pick your top one, two or three items if there are a lot of them or go in understanding that there's gonna be repairs needed. And you know, maybe it's just a bunch of small stuff. 90% of the time, there's a couple things that come up on there because we're just not aware of them. Yeah. Um, and the other 10%, which happens, I mean, we sell a decent amount of homes and we've had a bunch go through this year that we're, we're just okay with the inspection report. We mm -hmm. understand this stuff happens and we set them up for that as well. Like just everything we talk about here is what we go through with our clients and I think you should too. Absolutely. And I think the last thing is, is just make sure you got a good buyer agent or listing agent mm -hmm. that's going to help you walk through the process right so you don't miss anything yeah we definitely want to be proactive with this not reactive absolutely all right guys so we'll tune in again um anywhere that you want to and the way you consume on youtube um, we're on every other channel for podcasting as well um you can find us on every social media outlet that there is website yep. whichever um and again if you find any of the stuff that we talk about here awesome if you could like it if you could share it if you could leave a review um, send it to someone's email, whatever you need to do to get the word out. We're just trying to be in front of everybody and ensure that we're bringing relevant, good information. Yes. So, until next time. Thanks for listening.